Hello, Michigan! It was 2009, and the U.S. was coming out of one of the worst recessions in its history. So President Barack Obama went to a community college in Michigan and announced an ambitious plan to boost employment in the state and the rest of the country. This is a transformative moment. And in this moment, we must do what other generations have done. Invest in education and job training. That's what Obama said other generations had done when unemployment was high and industries were changing. We've got to prepare our people with the skills they need to compete in this global economy. Obama told the crowd that American workers would need college degrees to fill the jobs of the future and that the U.S. was falling behind other countries. His plan was to put billions of dollars into getting more Americans to and through community colleges. Today I'm announcing the most significant down payment yet on reaching the goal of having the highest college graduation rate of any nation in the world. Obama said the U.S. would reach that goal in 10 years. Well, 10 years have passed, and what happened? From APM Reports, this is Educate, a podcast in collaboration with The Heckinger Report. I'm Stephen Smith. Today, we're checking in on the American Graduation Initiative. That's what Obama called his bet on higher education and investing in community colleges. Well, it was more than a bet. It was a promise. That's John Marcus of The Heckinger Report. It was a promise that we would continue to increase the proportion of the population with degrees so that 60% of Americans had some sort of uh, credential past high school that could be a certificate or a degree from college. And he said we would be returned to our rightful place as first in the world in the proportion of our population with degrees. How were they going to go about doing this? Uh, Part of this plan was to spend a huge amount of money on community colleges to help boost the proportion of the population with degrees. Uh, and to help them do that, the then president uh, proposed spending $12 billion helping community colleges rebuild facilities and improve services and advising and support. Uh, in the end, most of that $12 billion never came through. The community colleges got about $2 billion for job training, but that really doesn't affect the uh, number of graduates, it turns out, with degrees or certificates or not not by very much. And in fact, uh, the enrollment at community colleges has declined uh, significantly over that period of time. So has state funding for public higher education. States collectively are spending $7 billion a year less supporting higher education uh, than they did um, at the beginning of the Great Recession, which is around the time this promise uh, was, uh, was proposed. And um, the result of that is that students have to pay more, about 16% more, um, a rate much higher than family incomes have have increased during that period of time. Well, then how close is the U.S. to reaching the goals that Obama set? We're way, way behind on reaching these goals. Obama set a goal of um, having 60% of the population uh, between 25 and 34 having college degrees or certificates by 2020 or next year. In fact, a very reliable estimate by the Education Testing Service, they're the people that produce the GRE and other tests of that nature. They now say that at this rate of increase, we won't meet that target until 2041. How does the U.S. compare to other countries when it comes to people earning degrees and certificates? We're not even close. We're 13th in the world in the proportion of uh, people 25 to 34 who have degrees. Um, We're behind South Korea, Canada, Japan, Russia, Ireland, Norway. We're behind Lithuania. Um, And uh, so we really haven't moved far in that by that measure. This has massive and 
existential um, consequences because a number of these other countries are working really hard to develop their higher education infrastructure, spending more money at the same time that we're spending less and uh, competing with us in ways that uh, we're slowly but surely unable to compete because we don't have that proportion of the population with, with degrees. The American Graduation Initiative never had the opportunity to work. Luke Wood is a professor of education at San Diego State University. He studied the American Graduation Initiative and has written about what happened to it after the 2009 speech. It was proposed by Obama, and then during the the political battle for health care reform basically was something that they sacrificed as part of those discussions. So the consolation was $2 billion that they did for grants that would be for preparing students to engage in jobs that were in the workforce that we know, um, you know would be there within a specific period of time. So, for example, in the original AGI, the, the idea was that we're losing jobs to China, we're losing jobs to other countries, we have technology that's outmoding jobs, and so what we need to do is focus on preparing people for jobs of the future. He says the initiative was supposed to have four distinct phases and that only one of them got rolled out. So the first phase was supposed to be training in high-demand job areas and career and technical education. Then it was supposed to do renovations and are the dilapidated structures that are community colleges across the country. In some places, you can go to community colleges. It's the most beautiful campus in the world, and it's comparable to any university. And you can go to some community colleges that are in trailers. It was supposed to create a research center that would house best practices and information sharing from colleges. And it was also supposed to create web-based and online courses, almost like its own online center where people could go and, and colleges could pull from that for what they were doing so they could reach populations that might not have easy access to being able to have face-to-face courses. Luke Wood says he's not confident the plan would have worked. I don't think that it would have reached the goals in and of itself. Um, I think that it was ambitious, and I think that with a lot of things that we saw out of the Obama administration, it was more aspirational in terms of this is where we want to be, but setting the bar high. And, and I think it's kind of the old adage, you know, if you shoot for the stars and miss, you hit the moon, you know, kind of idea. The plan to boost the number of people in community colleges faced big hurdles from the beginning. There are structural issues that prevent community colleges from being able to be successful in doing the work that they do. And many of them are successful, so that's not to paint a broad brush. But, you know, when you're looking at community college students, you have a high population of students who are working full time. You have a high population of students who are struggling with food insecurities, so they don't know where their next meal is going to come from, housing insecurities, they don't know where they're going to sleep. Yet, unfortunately, our community colleges don't have housing and food programs for, mo- for the most part, like you would at a university. In addition, many of those students, because they are oftentimes a bit older in age, will have families, yet there's no oftentimes you know, substantial child care that's provided for students to be able to go and participate in classes. So I was um, critical of AGI in that I felt like it wasn't really addressing the issue um, in terms of what are some of the more basic um, needs that community colleges have and the students that they serve have, and how is it actually serving to address that. He says the plan to get millions more people through community colleges fell short, but it did trigger some important changes at community colleges. It put a lot of pressure on states and community colleges across the country to establish goals, and those goals resulted in a number of efforts that have been organized around student success. So the focus on acceleration to 
change the remediation structure in community colleges so that a student isn't stuck in remediation for three years, four years before they ever take a college-level class. It also led to innovations in funding programs. Um, you know, of course, um, there's performance-based funding, but some of those models aren't necessarily good, but some of them are, are pretty equity-focused. So what it did was it, because there was no money, people had to be creative in how do we, how do we get some of these things going. Luke Wood says many presidential administrations have talked about investing in higher education, but they're really just talking about state colleges and universities. The Obama administration talking about boosting aid to community colleges, that was new. I think that was the right move, and it will continue to be the right move because if we're looking at changing outcomes, the students who have access to our four-year colleges and universities are a wildly different population than students who have access to our community colleges. And if we're going to be able to compete with other nations in a meaningful way and return to the prominence that we once had, it's going to take a true investment in our community colleges, and one that I don't believe the the Trump administration has any commitment to doing so. Uh, The American Graduation Initiative no longer exists on the White House website. It's been um, taken uh, taken off. You can't find it there. Here's John Marcus again. We reached out to the uh, Trump Department of Education three times, and they sort of promised they would eventually get back to us, but never did, when asking uh, where they stand on what we're doing to improve the number of graduates. There are going to be false starts and there are going to be setbacks. But I am confident that we can meet the challenges we face because that's what we've always done. The problem here for our country is a very significant long-term problem. We have an economy based on the kinds of jobs that require uh, higher-level skills. Even in manufacturing, people need to know how to use very sophisticated equipment and increasingly need certificates or degrees. People in manual professions now need some post-secondary training uh, to take care of increasingly sophisticated equipment. The problem, more broadly, is that we compete in a world that is more and more dependent on kind of knowledge industries. And we are falling behind now in um, the number of people that we have that can do those kinds of jobs. As baby boomers retire, we are running out of people with the kinds of degrees they need to do the jobs that really drive the American economy. John Marcus, thank you so much. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. That's John Marcus of The Heckinger Report. You can find John's story about the American Graduation Initiative 10 years later at the Heckinger Report website, heckingerreport.org. And you can find a link to Luke Wood's article, The 2020 American Graduation Initiative, A Clear Vision or a Dim View, on his website, jlukewood.com. Send us your thoughts about this episode and tell us why you listen. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle is at Educate Podcast. That's one word. You can also send an email to contact at apmreports.org or write up a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your downloads. Alex Baumhart and Chris Julin produced the podcast. This episode was mixed by Michael Osborne. We partner with the Heckinger Report, a nonprofit independent news organization focused on inequality and innovation in education. Support for APM Reports comes from Lumina Foundation and the Spencer Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM.